The views and opinions heard on PS You Got This are being expressed by the hosts and guests. Yet does not necessarily reflect everyone's thoughts, ideas, and opinions. Any content provided by our hosts and slash or guests are of their opinion and are not intended to offend any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual or anyone or anything. The content and discussion in this podcast will necessarily engage with topics, news, current events, and things we choose to talk about every week. If you feel offended or triggered by our opinions, let us know why and we can have a conversation. Thank you. Enjoy. Dude, I'm not gonna cave in. End of story, dude. Dude! 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 Dude. I guess you've got a point there. Send the link. So we'll find out if we're on it in about noon. Because <laughs> he said 1155, so I'll send the link. So, All right. I mean, I guess we'll figure it out from there. But um, until then, but right now, we're just regular Facebook Live on my page. And like I said, I ain't been on a while. So it's like I didn't even go check anything. I just turned – I had to reload Facebook. And I'm like, oh, really? Um, I've seen, like, um, notifications. It's like uh, yeah. 40 plus. And I'm like, I'm not checking notifications. I'm not checking anything. I'm not looking at my page. I'm just going to set up what I got to set up. And basically, sticky move. You know, like right. we both say, sticky move, sticky move. Mm-hmm. Bob and weave, man. Bob and weave. Yeah, like, he's on Facebook. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's a figment of your imagination. Right. These are not the co hosts you want to talk about. Oh, oh uh, and it's funny we actually talked about last week we're you know thinking about doing um talking about time change encounters today is a time change yep it is now eastern daylight time yeah georgia passed that bill they try to get away from it they are like sit out i'm like i will hold a conversation until we get in um live in the show Yep. But um, yeah, I'm curious because uh, like if one state decides they're not going to observe daylight saving time, how does that affect the rest of the, you know, time out there? Because somebody in you know South Carolina, Tennessee, still observing daylight saving time, Florida still observing it. But if Georgia says we're not observing daylight saving time, how's that going to affect anybody else? But like, hey, it's noon here. No, it's one o'clock. No, it's it's eleven. So uh, um, I'm curious how Arizona does it. To be to be all the way fair, Arizona does it. Um, cause Arizona's like right there between um New Mexico. Um, you got New Mexico, time, right? No, 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 Mountain, Mountain Standard. Now Mountain Standard. Mountain Standard. So, but, now, do they, I, but do they observe the daylight savings? No, time? they do not observe. Okay, so they don't do the time change under that stuff. No. So right okay. now, Arizona is um, on the same time as California, Oregon, and Washington, and Northwestern Idaho. Now, the rest of those states um, no longer do. Um, oh, okay, I just got confirmation. All right, I got confirmation. We are live. We are live in the Pascal Convention. Um, good morning to everybody. Uh, before we get good started, morning. I just want to give up a little. Situation, this uh, scenarios, if you will. This is my first time actually using StreamYard with Facebook Live to another group thing. So, be patient with us. We're trying to figure these things out. I mean, so far it's uh, it seems to be pretty cool. Now, I use it on my computer, and I had a um, issue with um editing a video. The video went slow. 
I have never used a guest on here. I actually never used StreamYard as till today. I did some test runs, but that's about it. But be patient with us. But yeah, this is PSU Got This presents the Paranoia Playhouse. Because when I first signed up for the podcast convention, I wanted to go with my show, um, the Paranoia Playhouse. Now, this is one of my co-hosts, Rob, and his name is Gashus Clay. How you doing? So, yeah, he's having problems with the lighter. Can't get a lighter to work. So I tried. I tried to tell him. I said, "Hey, I got a lighter right here. And light it up." <laughs> but yeah, it is. Normally, we do our our um, PSU got this shows on Sunday evenings. Tonight, we're not doing anything. We're gonna go with the podcast convention kind of deal, if you will. Uh, but yeah, good morning to everybody. And just to give you good a little morning. background information. Um, like I said, uh, my name's Reverend Proud Daddy. But don't ever get it twisted, because I'll drop f bombs like pennies on prom night. Right. You know what I'm screaming. But I will try to keep it clean. I will try to keep it clean because I'm on, you know, somebody else's um dime, if you will. But definitely, right. um, the paranoid playoffs, we say it all the time. Just because you are paranoid does not mean they are not out to get you. Right. You still have a problem with that lighter? Yeah, give me, give me a second. <laughs> Damn. Well, I tell you what, technology. Ain't there an app for that? Uh-huh. Uh, he gonna get it working. I know he is. Yeah. Okay, good. I just got it. I got it. A thumbs up that I'm allowed to drop some f bombs. That's good because that's. And I'm not saying that I swear, you know, just because I'm, you know, limited of vocabulary or education or any kind of intellect, whatever. I was raised in an environment where obscenities and curse words were a part of the alphabet, was part of your proto language, if you will. You know, right. for you to walk around and say, hey, motherfucker, what's going on? You know, that's just part of the thing. It ain't got nothing to do with it, you know. And any of you bitches get offended out there. You the bitches I'm talking about. <laughs> right on the back of a fucking twenty dollar bill, man. Right, 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 right. If you got a complaint, if you got anything you want to say wrong that you disagree with what I gotta say, you got anything, any kind of complaint, disagreement, argument, whatever, right on the back of a twenty dollar bill, send it to your Reverend Proud Daddy, and I will address that completely. Or send right it to away, me and no I will go gash his clay and roll it up with some tobacco and how you gonna smoke a twenty dollar bill? How you gonna smoke a twenty dollar bill? That ain't cool. <laughs> it ain't apocalypse yet. <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a good movie right there. Cause I had that shit back when I was a kid called Apocalypse. Now it should be like it's ain't apocalypse yet, but it's, it's right. getting close. It gets yeah, close. it is. It is, man. It is, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, the world is what it is. Um, you know, I can't really say too much about it. Uh, it's how it is. But like I said, um, it's funny we were talking about you know last week and this and a couple minutes ago about daylight savings time, and it's ironic or coincidental that today actually is daylight savings time. Right. But uh, now it's funny because you said that California and Arizona and some other states don't recognize daylight savings time. Is that correct? It's mainly Arizona. So mainly, mainly what it is, what it is in Arizona was on Mountain Standard Time, and California recognizes daylight savings time. Um, they're on the same time as California, pretty much, because Arizona was standard. California is on daylight, so right now it is 9.04 a.m. in Arizona, like it's 9.04 in California. Okay, so they pretty much, well, they still observe it, but they go going by a different, oh, I, see, now that's, yeah. that's all kind of confusing, because like I said, I do it right now, 
Georgia is trying to pass the, the, the bill, the law, whatever, that they're going to stop observing daylight savings time because they said something, you know, I've always heard it, and I, and I don't I, I don't agree with it. They always talked about the idea that it affects you psychologically, biologically, right. and physically and mentally. I'm like, no, it don't. No, it don't. Um, today, I didn't even realize that it was daylight savings time until I got up in the morning and make um, some breakfast myself. Well, I had my alarm set for 1030, so I'd get up at 1030 and get myself going and moving on. But I go in yep. the kitchen, and then my clock on my coffee maker and my stove said 930. So I'm like, well, why do I got to recognize daylight savings time if my appliances don't? You know, but now you have to manually phone, set them yourself as I, as oh, I, yeah, as now, I did. Now, my phone, my tablet, my computer, everything cooked, connected to the interweb has no problem changing itself. So I ain't got to do anything for those. They, they take care of themselves. So right. why do I got to recognize a time change when my own appliances don't? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm, so that I, is I a good question. Appliances. Yeah, but I didn't wake up feeling like, oh, I lost an hour of sleep or I gained an hour of sleep. I feel unrested. No, I mean, like I tell everybody, because I've heard doctors, scientists, you know, all kinds of people talk about these things. And right. I'm like, you just making them believe those things. That's all. It's like a placebo effect. You're making them believe that they're actually being affected by time change. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. Because even if you're okay, like today is Sunday and you've got to go to church, say 11 o'clock. Yep. Now you go to bed at nine o'clock, but at 2 a.m. time changes and blah, blah, blah. Wait, well, it's yep. spring now, so it's spring forward, so you go forward an hour. So you want to get up at noon, but instead you get up at one o'clock. Well, your devices, like I said, your telephone and your smart devices, whatever, should change automatically. So how is it affecting you anyway? But yeah, if anything, go to bed an hour earlier. You know, when you get the same amount of rest, whatever. But there, I mean, I, I guess there's possibility that people can be affected by this. But I think it also comes from the idea that people are telling them that it's affecting you. So if they don't, if they not, they come out and say, daylight saving time does not affect you on these levels, then maybe you'll think that, oh, well, maybe it don't. But then again, like I tell you, I tell you all the time, Rob, what do I say? Formulate your own opinion. Yeah, form your you own know? opinion. As we said yeah. on Thursday's um, guest interview show, which, you know, Tyrone Dixon, great guy, yeah. you know. Great interview, you know, you know, touched on a lot of great things, you know, when it came to dealing with, you know, certain situations, personal situations, be it relationships, or just dealing with just life in general, you know? Oh, yeah, and that's what he does for a living, you know, he's a certified um, life and relationship coach, you know, a love relationship coach, you know, the Quality of Love podcast, we did an interview with him um, a couple of days ago, and like I said, you know, I, I didn't agree with everything he said, and I told him, you know, the same thing, I said, I got to agree to disagree, and I give right. my views and my opinion on it, but I can see where you know people would say you know that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. But to me, um, it, it you know I, I I read between the lines, and I'm like, yeah, but that makes sense on a certain different level because it only affects you know not everybody is right. affected the same way on a lot of different things. Right, right. You know, oh, right. Idea, you know, like uh, even the idea of like love. You know, to yep. me, my personal philosophy is I don't believe love is actually an emotion, but more of a concept. You know, it's the idea that you can love something, but the feeling of love, I don't think that's actually love. I think it's um love does not else. compute. <laughs> right, right. Love does not compute. It is not registering. But yeah, but the whole idea is not, but I do understand that, you know, um people use words like that to describe a feeling 
or something that's going on inside of their body, you know, or, or their mind or their heart, you know, this mind, you know, soul, whatever. I, I, I do get that. They have to give it a label. They can't just say, well, I feel all fuzzy and gooey and I feel, you know, giddy and, you know, happy. And so they got to put a, a, a word on there. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I get that idea. But I don't really think love is actually an emotion. I think it's more of a concept, you know, but, I, but once again, Personal opinion. That's all. That's all I ever give people. My personal opinion. And yeah. like I said, people don't agree with it. Twenty dollar bill. Let me know. I'm talking about it all day long. Right. Right. You know, um, funny though, I've been saying that for a couple, uh, about seven months now, and I ain't received no twenty dollar bill in the mail. So I guess nobody disagrees with me. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of Americans that you know come and listen to our show. And, you know, listen to the disclaimer at the beginning. Oh, no, dude. It's more than just Americans. Because when I go check the numbers and everything, there's a stat chart on there that shows you the different countries and everything. We're actually popular in Spain, France, Canada, and um, Argentina. Oh, really? Yeah, believe it or not. So I'm world famous then. You're international. International. <laughs> I love that. Shout out to Spain. Yeah, you're international. Shout out to Spain, all my Spaniards out there. Where y'all at? In, in Spain. Because <laughs> if they was in America, listen to our podcast, it would register on there as America and not Spain. So they're in Spain. But yeah, it's funny because like um, we even got demographics on there about um our age range right now is anywhere from um thirty to forty in males and females is kind of low. So I actually would I actually would like to start reaching out more to the female population. Um, right. um, get them on, you know, the bandwagon with the PS universe. But then again, we do talk about a lot of things that offend people. And I can I, I understand if they don't want to jump in and join in and, you know, listen to the show. But I would like to gear, you know, towards a, you know, wide range of everybody. You know, like I said, myself, I, I include everybody. You know, you bring me yep. mosquitoes, you bring me your cockroaches. I mean, you bring everybody come in and hang out. It doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck who you is. Right. That's just the way bring I me, uh, Bring me your uh, migrant children crossing the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring me your fucking neo-Nazi skinhead clan motherfuckers. I'll talk to them, too. Because I tell everybody, <laughs> I ain't got to agree with what they say. And down, I downright I don't even like what they got to say. But it's still their right to talk what they got to say. Now, I have a moot. Now, they get to call me move the N-word now. We're going to have some problems now, Rev. Man, no, see now there, see now there, and I think that would be, I think that would be a really interesting show if somehow we got one of these, you know, white hate mongers up on here and shit, and that that'd be hilarious. I think that because I'd like to have a conversation, you know, with all three of us, even bring JD in and be like, you know, so why do you hate black people? You know, I, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. What you got there? Um, got my neighbor about to walk by. I'm outside, so I'm hiding my face right quick. I wanted to, you know, my neighbor's yeah, about yeah, to come I'm out. No, my neighbor's about to come out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want them on camera, huh? Yeah. yeah. Witness protection program. How you doing? Sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, I, really, I literally would like to see them eyeball to eyeball on camera and be like, why do you hate motherfuckers? You know, I mean, that's not right. black folks. They even hate themselves. They hate themselves so much, they hate other people. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what cracks me up most of all about anything with um, any kind of hate in this world. Because I'm, I'm the same way. I self-loathe sometimes. You know, I right, pretty right. much um, get down on myself about a lot of different things. But at the same time, I still 
you know, care about myself. I take care of myself. I make sure I'm alive and I'm, you know, doing good and everything. But I'd right. be curious on what drives their hate so strongly. I mean, do they hate themselves that much? They got to hate somebody else. You know, I'd be curious about that. Yeah, you can see them, you know, talk on TV or the radio or whatever. You hear them speech and all that. But I would like to know what they thought up here, you know, in their heart, right. you know. That's right. what I would like to know. Right. I'd like to know what makes like um, even what Tyrone says. A lot of this stuff stems from you know childhood traumas or abuse. Yeah, or, uh, the way they were raised. You know, like basically, in basic question, what you would like to know is what makes them tick. No, 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 no. I know what makes them tick. What makes them tick is they're full of shit and they're 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 assholes. But what I would right. like to know is why do they hate themselves so much? They got to hate somebody else. Oh, I know. Ooh, I, yeah. know I know. What makes them I know what makes them sick. No, my question is, why do they hate themselves so much? They gotta hate somebody else. That's what right. I would like to know. Right. And I would, I would like to, you know, I think um, a lot of it comes from their upbringing. You know, they were raised in an environment where they were trained like that. that way. Yeah, the, uh, well, their parents uh, drill that in their mind. Oh, don't go around a black person. Don't go, you know, dating outside of your tribe. You know. Don't right, go, right, right, don't right, go right, hang right. around in a ghetto. So many black people in a ghetto, you know. White people live in a ghetto too, you know. And, and see, I, I, and I tell people that constantly. It's like um, poverty is not about race. Poverty is about class. Because you know, I'm not trying to you know throw snowballs or smoke smoke up someone's ass. But I was raised in that environment in a black community. You know, I was raised in a black community for 13 years because right. that's what the economy was for my family. My mom, my brother, and my stepdad. We didn't have enough money to live in white neighborhoods or anything. So we lived in black communities because it's affordable. And like I said, but I had that was part of my childhood. That was part of my bringing up, my growing up. And it's not about right. acting black. No, I act like a human being because I'm from, I mean, people say you're from the South, you're racist. Uh, no, you can be racist about anything because I mean, right now, 2020, 2021. Everything is racist, don't matter what the fuck it is. That racist is um, racist. I was gonna say you something, know, you know. Um, living south of the Mason Dixon line doesn't always line. doesn't always mean that you have to be racist, at least in my day and age. I mean, I live south of the Mason Dixon line and I have yet to encounter a racist, you know, myself, but I have heard the stereotypes like. Where you know, or the things where I try to date white girls in the past, and um, and it was like, you know, my parents ain't gonna let me date you because of the color of your skin, or my parents don't want me dating outside of my race, you know, right? Right, and like I said, my mom went through the same thing, you know, she got ostracized by her own family members because you know, she dated you know, a black man forever, you know, she dated several black men. Well, I can say my mom was a whore, but I'm saying, but she had like, you know, I remember like, say, growing up, I never knew my biological father, but I knew. Right. Two black dudes uh, from when I was younger, Robert and Morrell. But then Jerry came out of life when I was about seven years old. Now, Jerry's my stepdad since I was seven years old. I'm half a century now. You know, so that right. was my dad. That was a dude that, you know, raised me, you know, taught me how to, you know, different things, whatever. But it was also his family, like his right. brothers. You know, he had three brothers. And like I say, Pee Wee was the, the cool brother out of the family because he was like the, the hippie. You know, he'd get stoned and drunk and everything. He'd come in like two in the morning all fucked up. Hey, fat boy. Where the cookies at? <laughs> he, he would he would come in fucked up, drunk and high. And see, I really didn't know those things back then. And, and it's funny because we, we, we had a dog named Cocaine. 
and I right. never put two, two together. You know, I remember going to um, a set of woods with my dad, his friend, and his friend's cousin, and we were cutting down trees and carried them to the car. Turns out they were big old marijuana stalks. I they were put two and two together. I'd go to my mom's friend's houses. They have these little ferns and hanging in the um, houses with red lights on there. Now, right. I thought they were just ferns. They realized they were marijuana plants. Now, I've been around marijuana all my life because I'd be right. at parties and everything like that. And people would give me shotguns, you know, and my mom would be like, don't do that. And they're like, Mary, calm down. It'll calm the boy down. He'd be all right. Now, I'm not hit to the game and all that stuff like that, you know, but it's funny that when I started smoking dope about when I was 12, you know, with my friends, my mm -hmm. mom said, I don't want you smoking marijuana. Oh, now you don't want me smoking marijuana, but I've been around it all my life. Now, my mom didn't drink. She didn't smoke. She didn't even smoke cigarettes, you know, that kind of deal. But, you know, my dad did. His friends did. His cousins did. You know what I mean? His brothers did. So everybody that I knew did, you know. So that was always the thing. They smoked weed or they drank or whatever. Now, cocaine, yeah. I really didn't get into until I was about shit, 28 years old. Um, I was always a pothead, you know, never get the pills. But it's just funny that growing up in that time area is like, I never saw racism except for my grandfather, Johnny Jackson, which was the black dude that smoked Pall Mall camels with no filters, watch Westerns and drink, you know, um, liquor and shit. And I go visit him. Yeah, on sometimes. Now, now we're coming to um, non-filtered cigarettes. I've only smoked them on a handful of times during my time in Eastern Kentucky. Um, right. Yeah. Cause I was up there with, um, uh, with the Kentucky hillbillies, you know, up there, and, you know, in these little small little um, um, hick towns like uh, oh, you got Roll your cigarette. Yeah. cigarette. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking, you actually would buy the Paul Malls of Camels or the Palm uh, and the Lucky Strikes with no filters on there. And he'd get it watching Westerns and he'd go, hey, boy, come here. Now, now, now remind my, my grandfather, Johnny Jackson, black dude, and he looked sort of like, um, uh, I can't even think of his name, like Uncle Phil. From the fresh okay. without a mustache, all right. And um, he was he was you know um, big head and wrinkles and all that, and he wore a hat all the time. But he goes, "Hey, boy, come here. Let me tell you something. Don't ever trust a white man. They're gonna take everything from you." Yes, granddaddy. <laughs> you know. So right. I was raised to be racist, but to be racist against white people, and that was and it carried over because when I was thirteen, we actually moved to a white neighborhood, or at least a mixed neighborhood. Um, where it's predominantly white, you know, you might have had one black family here and, you know, maybe it's um, Spanish folks and everything, but it's predominantly white. And I can right. definitely see a big difference in community, though, because they never talk to each other. You know, you have like, you know, um, shit, 10, 10, 20 houses in the neighborhood of different people. They never talk to anybody. But yeah, I go back to my neighborhood back in Carver Shores and everybody talking to everybody. They go in everybody's houses. You know, they go in there, sit down, have dinner, breakfast, watch TV, or they'd be out in the front yard, hang out. Everybody hung out with everybody. And it's like, that, that was just a good old time. But right, you know, right. I realized, like I said, it, to me, it's like anybody's an asshole, no matter what color you are. You know? Mm, and it, yeah. And yeah. it's funny. And it's funny. The more money you got, the bigger the asshole you are. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell people, I said, this ain't about racism. This is about classism. You right. know, he who has the money makes the motherfucking rules. But then again, they got somebody above them. Like I said, I even know um, folks out there on what they call St. Simon's Island, mm -hmm. where a lot of the rich folks live at. Now, there's some rich black folks out there. And I've heard black folks in my neighborhood complain about their folks on St. Simon's because they think they're better than them because they got money. And that's what the mentality is. 
You think you got money? You think you don't rose up? You better than everybody else? Yeah, you know, I was gonna yeah, chime I don't, in I don't on that. It. You know, I got that in my, I got that in my family. Like, right, I, right, you know, right. So I don't see uh, the racism thing. I see classism, and I think the people with the higher up money, the elites, and all that, those uh-huh. are the ones that think they're better than me because they got that money. But mentally, physically. Um, spiritually, I, I don't think you got shit on me. I don't think you got shit on me. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, we're all the same. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna right, add right, this. Right. I'm, I'm gonna add this in there. Potential to be a good guy or a bad guy, right? But right. me, I chose to be an asshole. But not the asshole of them, just an asshole. Because, like I said, I like to help folks, but I choose right. who I help. You know. Well, well <clears throat> what I was gonna try to say was, it don't matter how much money you have, or you know how, or um. How popular you were, you know, um, uh, whether you were an, an Instagram influencer, YouTube influencer, um, um, or if you're in a Kashyyyk theater like Rev over here, one of them, an influencer like Rev over here. I'm, we all, I'm not an influencer. I'm not an influencer, but I appreciate it. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would have, I would have, all that shit don't matter. When it comes to you know meeting your maker, you know going down in the going down in the ground because we all gonna get buried in the um, same same grave, the same six foot grave, right? No, I'm we all gonna that. be either carried by six or judged by twelve, depending on the situation. Which I hope some of you won't get judged by twelve. I hope some of you someday would get carried by six. Me myself, I'd rather be carried by six and not judged by twelve. You know. Oh, I got you. Yeah, um, even like when I was back in my young days when I was running the streets and I was a, you know, knucklehead criminal, whatever. And shit, we always yeah. had these uh, mottos and stuff. And it was called 13 and a half. One judge, 12 jury, and a half-ass chance getting your ass out of jail. Right. <laughs> right. But, yeah, that, that same thing's true because of the fact of, you know, matter of fact, and when I say it's saying true because of the fact of you stay on the up and up, you know, you're liable not to get judged by 12, but then in Rev's case, if you're, like, out here running the streets, there, there is that chance, 13 and a half, you know, might have that half-ass chance of getting out of jail, you know? Right, um, right, right. Like my, um, like my stepdad, for instance, he had that half-ass chance of getting out of jail because he almost got judged by 12. And, you know, luckily he got off with um, 10 years. That was going to wow. throw him away for the rest of his life. Wow. And he's still he's still getting out here fucking up. He ain't learned yet. He's almost sixty years old. And see, I I, I think what it means for was like I said, my first child is not mine biologically, but I had him since he was six months old. And right. um, I think that's what stopped my game. Because, you know, um I got out of prison, I got a job, you know, working and everything. I got with this girl, you know, she already had a baby and everything like that. But I think that right there is what, you know, made me put down my street clothes if my my Hood mentality, if you will. But then right. again, we kept the hood mentality even in the business world because, like I said, I worked my way up from dishwasher to assistant kitchen manager. But right. I used still use a lot of that street mentality to, you know, to talk to folks, to communicate, to um, get around certain situations. But also, like I said, I was always book smart, you know. But the problem was is I didn't like the what teachers had to say because I would read more than they would. I, I would get um, situations like I'd go to read. Um, we get a subject in class in history. I right. go to the library and find out more about it. Then bring it up in class. We're like, well, we're not discussing that anymore. We talked about it last week. Well, I want to talk about this because you brought up the idea. It's all interesting. So they would stifle the idea of, you know, um, 
me trying to share my knowledge of what I just learned. And I'm like, okay. So right. I mean, I learned at a very young age that I know the teachers are there because they're they're my bosses, if you will, my authority figures. But at the same right. time, I don't have to agree with what they got to say. I just got to abide by their rules because I say it all the time. People's playgrounds, their rules. Same thing with social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever's out right. there nowadays. It's their rules, their playground. So I got to, I either got to play by them or I go to another playground. And that's what mm -hmm. I did. You know, yep. that's what I did. But I do got to abide by rules. But at the same time, I still make up my own shit because I am the ambassador of chaos. You, you mm -hmm. can't get around that, you know? All right. But I still got like, even like, but, you know, um, the elites, you know, they make the money, they make the rules. I got to yep. play by the rules. Every now and then I sneak in and do what I got to do. You know, like, I'm like, even with our show, PS, you got this same thing. Um, yep. We'll come on and talk about everybody. Now, they say we're not supposed to talk to everybody, everybody, but why not? <laughs> why not? You know, we mm -hmm. like to keep things, you know, um, real, but we like to all like to have fun at the same time. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have to be getting up out of here in about um, 20 minutes. Uh, see, coming up in my life, I did, you know, hang around a lot of street folk, but I never really did go out there and do any dirt. I was always the one told to stay behind, you know, for my own safety because they didn't want this person didn't want me getting in trouble along really? with him. Well, yeah. I was had friends like that, but I didn't. Oh, well, actually, sometimes because I was in the um, um instigators, you know, I was right. an instigator. Like, well, I can do this. Why can't you do it? Also, I mean, like I said, I don't hide from my past. I tell people like, you know, I was a street kid, um, sold drugs. Um, stole cars, robbed cars, robbed houses, you know, robbed people. I made people victims. Now, like I tell people, I said, what so much is your redemption thing? But when I did get out of prison, I made sure that, you know, I tried to make amends with a lot of um, human beings, if you will, because I did make people victims right. over the things I had done. And I do regret those things. I do regret being an right. asshole. But again, it was a learning experience. You know, it was something one, I was going to say, one thing I did learn. Well, if you know somebody that's running the streets, that's out here in these streets, you know, doing a little dirt, don't snitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I, snitch. I, did, I, did, I actually went to jail once because I didn't snitch on somebody because he was a, um, he had never been to jail. So I took the blame right. for a lot of things. And I did like six, seven months on something he did. Now, I won't do that again and save my life. You know, I, I'm half a century now. If you, if you, if I got friends that do something wrong, you guarantee yeah. I'm not taking the blame for that shit no more. Now, if I'm, at, I'm um, involved in it, I'll take responsibility on my part. Right. Like, and, you, like, hey, so-and-so is doing that. Uh, no, no. But now you talk about snitching, though. It's funny because in this day and age, everybody's recording everything on their fucking phones. They are, Kevin Hart said it himself, they are walking, talking snitches for the FBI. So anytime you record somebody, even our show, but if you're out in public and record somebody, that's going into some database somewhere. So y'all are just a bunch of walking, talking snitches. And now maybe y'all working for the man. You don't know. But I do like but, the idea. Um, I, I was going to say this. The idea of, like, you know, what I do, I record, you know, I record buses and stuff. You know, I, I might do, right. like, short little bus clips as I get on the bus and get ready to head wherever I'm going. But... If, I mean, somebody's conversation happened to pop up in one of my videos, then oops. No, see, I wouldn't post that. Yeah, I would, if I was ever having, because um, I've always had the idea of going out, we had this thing called First Fridays um, every, every beginning of the month. And I always thought about going out and setting the booth up and having, you know, 
video interviews with people that have, you know, questions and topics and then, you know, stuff, conversations, whatever. But if I ever record anybody that says anything, whatever, I'm not going to post that online. Because I, I mean, like, now we're talking about illegal drugs and like that. You have oh, like, no, you know, life conversations. But I'm saying, say, like, I, I'm in the public area and I'm interviewing somebody and yep. somebody else is around and they're having a conversation about something illicit or illegal or whatever. I, I won't, I won't post that because I would not want to. Get yeah, no, nah, this is illegal. I won't post that video at all. Trouble. You know, they're gonna get themselves in trouble. But my thing is, I wouldn't want to do that potentially. I wouldn't want to record yeah. somebody. You know, even a conversation and be like, "Yeah, fuck this. I did this and did." I wouldn't want to do that because you don't snitch on yourself. You know, me, I can say whatever I want about my past um, indiscretions because I've been held accountable. I have done my time. I have yep. walked away from those things. I have rebuilt myself. And I'm not saying that's so much redeeming redeem myself, but I, you know, held myself accountable and responsible for my past, you know, crimes or whatever and shit. And so transgressions. And you turn over a new leaf. You've got kids now. No, I didn't. This way, when someone turned over a new leaf, I, I just stopped um, running the streets, basically. Like I said, I did get a job, and but I still had, you know, hood mentality of how to how to do things. I've been a hustler all my life, you know. Um, even when I was in Tennessee in my um, early forties, uh, I'd be I was a eBay whore. I'd go buy a product and turn around and resell that product, and make money off of it. And oh, buy, so I, you did you did that? It's kind of like. You kind of like whatever you bought on eBay, like you bid on it, right? And then you buy the product, then you turn around and flip it for a different price from what they sold on eBay for, right? Oh, no, no. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, prime example, like I said, uh, I've been hustling, you know, for um, all my life. So you can you can apply hustling to anything in life. But I'll give you an example. Okay, um, when I had my own tattoo studio up in Tennessee. Okay. Um, I had a friend of mine in Florida gave me an entire kit. It was a whole box. It had four tattoo machines, um, okay. the needles, um, the power slide. I mean, it is a $85 kit. He gave that to me. All right. Okay. So I put that on eBay and sold it for $140. Now, I took that $140 and bought a Wii system for 50 bucks from somebody in town. And then we okay. came with the game, the console, controllers, a bunch of games, accessories for 50 bucks. Now, I got bored after about a month. So I turned around and put that on eBay for $100. All right. So I don't okay. make that money back. My first money was free. So I made that money back. You know, I played the game and I made 50 bucks back. But now same thing. Um, someone gave me a cell phone one time. I turned around and sold that cell phone on eBay for a regular price and bought me another phone. You know, so okay. I it was free. I got I gave me a phone free. Um right. yeah, you can apply you can apply hustling, I mean, to life in general, you know, to life in general. Same thing yeah, like when I go shopping. You know, I, I, I hustle when I shop. I look at deals. I look at bargains. I look at, you know, yeah, I got to buy generic sometimes. I got to buy store brand, whatever, but mm -hmm. you get a better deal. You might not get a better quality of flavor or taste, whatever, but you'll definitely get the money for your, your book if you do it right, you know? Right. But hey, well, I'm, I ain't going to lie. You know, sometimes the off brand tastes way better than the name brand. Or sometimes, 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 sometimes the off brand can be a little bit better than the brand itself. I mean, it's not. I, it's it's still. I don't know the percentage of that guarantee that is going to be that way. Right. Um, but I know it's a pretty high percentage, though. You know, to well, me. it's like okay, I'll, okay. If I buy chips from the Dollar Tree, sometimes they're stale. They don't really have a lot of flavor. You know, right? Granted that they're only paying a dollar for it. Now, if I go to like Walmart and I get the great value brand versus the name brand, sometimes the name brand doesn't taste as good as the great value brand, and vice versa. 
But now one uh-huh. thing I've always one thing I've always stood true on is I don't like buying generic dish soap. Has to be Dawn. I've tried everything else. I've yep. been out there and nothing works like Dawn. <coughs> now but that's one thing you can spend a little bit of money on. But my thing yeah. is um, um okay, so we talk, we talking about name brands, right? We talking about brands. Okay, right. so let's get into the uh, responsibility issue. Let's get in let's get into that topic right quick. All right. Okay, so got? if you got you know your you know your white bill, your water bill, your um your rent due, why are you gonna go right. buy you a pair of Jordans, you know? Right, knowing right. Your, knowing, knowing you got a bill due. That's getting into the responsibility of things, you and know. That's what I, I same thing. It's like um um I, I budget my money on my bills. My bills always come first. Now when I budget my bills, um I look at my power, my electric water, cable, cat food, and my, because I make my own cigarettes, I got a machine, so right. my cigarettes, my cat food are included as part of my bill, you know, it's right. not anything like that, but it's it's part of my bill, now, my side items, you know, such as my, you know, my herb, whatever, that's not part, that's luxury, that's a luxury, now, if I right. don't have money for those things, I don't have those things, but now, I have been around, you know, when I was younger, and I tried to, you know, pay money on this bill, by taking money from that bill, you know, that kind of deal. Robin Peter to pay Paul's, my mom used to say. Right, right. Or go to the pawn shop and got to pawn something to, you know, pay a bill. Now, right. and that's why I say a lot about a lot of these celebrities out there, they claim for to be oppressed and everything. I guarantee you there ain't one celebrity in this motherfucking world that knows how to take their EBT card. Guarantee that. Man, guarantee I guarantee you that. there's plenty. I guarantee there's probably somebody celebrity that still gets EBT somewhere. Oh, no, I dude, I get- no, there ain't no way these motherfuckers are making millions of dollars and got to worry about EBT card. Now, I got to check sure I make sure I get my money every month, you know, and I got to do recertifications. I got to do interviews. I got to do these things. I guarantee you these motherfuckers have no idea what it is to stand in a line to get a, a block of cheese or a bag of rice or some powdered milk. I guarantee you they don't. Now, they might have grown up that way, but they are not that way now. So they cannot claim to be oppressed. And I'm not saying I'm I've, I've heard the, I've heard the stories. Um, I've, I've, heard, I've heard the stories about standing in line just to um, just to get, like, you know, commodities like uh, government cheese and all of that. But, yeah, like, let me tell you this. Let me, let me tell you this. You ever, have you ever had to stand in line just to get signed up for food stamps? Yeah. Yeah, um, same thing. I, you got to go through a whole process, you know. But like I say, right. I guarantee you, none of them that scream to be oppressed have had to go through those things, you know. Like I said, right. that's why I said it's not about it's not about race or color. It's about classism because those right. ones that make that money, they don't have to worry about those things. Common folks, you know, below the uh, poverty or no, at least below the income level, or whatever, got to worry about well, how to pay right. this bill with that bill, or how to you know budget money for this, or how to apply for this. How to yeah, this how to budget your money, you know, put Robin Peter to pay Paul because sometimes Peter ain't gonna always have the money to pay Paul. Right, right, and I see that's that's the thing. It's like, and I and I try to live on the idea, like I said, as long as my bills are taken care of first, even if I'm broke, at least I got somewhere to live. I got hot water. I got somewhere to cook. I ain't got nothing to cook, but I got somewhere to cook, you know, and it's like, you know, right. that's the whole idea. I make sure that, you know, our bills are paid first. That's the first thing I look at every month, even half the month, you know, beginning of the month. Like um, today is the 14th. So around mm-hmm. the 20th, I'll start looking at bills and what's going to be due in about two weeks. You know, that whole idea. Right. So I'll go through those things. Right. Yeah, right. I got some comments on here. I got some comments on here. 
Um, this guy says only one Guinness out there. What's a Guinness? I mean, I know the I know the beer, uh, or at least the lager, or whatever you want to call it. So I said, "What is a Guinness?" Can somebody uh, tell me that? Tell us, tell us that. So you can. How can I see right. the comments on my end? I don't know. I see it on my end. It's on Streamyard. The comments come up. Oh, that's your bad. because you're the host. That's why you see the comments. Oh yeah. Well, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're gonna try this out next Sunday. Um, like I said, we can turn the cams off and everything, and just be like, just like um. Um, Skype and everything. Um, very, very possible. Very possible. Right. But I'm curious why. Now I had my headphones hooked up, and but I couldn't hear you on my headphone. But I could hear you clear, loud and clear. As a matter of fact, I can probably turn this volume up. But um, not, hey, I was gonna say, matter of fact, I gotta get ready to get rolling here in about ten minutes. You know. <clears throat> no. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be ending anyway because I'm I'm only on to twelve forty-five. Okay. Oh well, cool. That yeah, works perfect for me. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Since you got your headset on, can you hear me through the headpiece, or can you hear me in regular phone? I can hear you all the way through my one side of my earpiece, but I can't. Really? I mean, if I took, but if I, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh no! Don't take it off! Don't take it off! Don't take it off! Yeah, don't take it off. Yeah. I was just curious because I couldn't hear you in my earpiece, so I was just wondering if my microphone worked because I know one time we were using um one of these um. Oh, Zoom, and for some reason, it did not pick up my voice at all. But right. then again, that one guy came up and said something, so I'm I'm guessing it working. I'm hoping it working because that'd be so. Real. How many people that'd do we have? Real. Like since you're the host, how many people do you see in the room? How many people are in the um, room? Looks like eight or nine, I think. It keeps it keeps going. You know, people coming in, people coming and leaving, whatever. But yeah, it's all part of the process because, like I said. Let's see. Beautiful souls, boys. And our, I don't read emojis, so I'm sorry about that. Is it Hermes Oz? Is that where you pronounce it? Oz? Oz? And we're speaking a native language. No, it says beautiful souls, you boys. Are, and then it's got an emoji comment. I, I'm half a century, dude. I'm not trying to read emojis nowadays. Now, I know I, people try to tell me where they are. They try to give me the... the the locale for uh, the identification for them, I'm like, I really don't care. I don't care if the eggplant represents dick. I don't care if the emoji con for the ice cream represents poop. I don't care about um, clap this, fire that. I, I, no, man, I'm not doing it. And I mean, like everybody knows for the past couple months, I don't even go on social media, you know. Um, right. I actually deleted my entire Twitter account. And I deleted my Instagram account. Um, I stopped using Facebook two months ago. Only thing I work on is me, we, or bit shoot. Um, I go to YouTube and you know upload our um, our podcast stuff. But otherwise, uh, interaction for other people, not I'm <clears throat> not, not not about it. So I'm spending my time, you know, doing life. Now I wish there was a way to actually turn the camera around. I don't think there is, but I, I ain't gonna. I might. Be, I don't know. Um, let me no. let me go on my cam. Let's see. Oops, I turned it off. Well, yeah, might not be. Well, like I said, I don't see a setting to um, turn my camera around because I was going to show you. I got my pond pretty much all set up now. Oh, but okay. I don't though, think we um, have that option, but you, you can't however do this, though. Yeah, but I got my, I got it on my tripod, though. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a that's a whole totally different thing. Yeah, I can, I can see, try, speaking I can of which. Try, hold on. I can try to turn the phone. But, uh, you oh, that looks nice over there. No, you I mean, can't either see. way, it still looks nice. You can't even see the waterfall, but that's right. all right. Like I said, um, 
And it, and it's funny, like, hey, uh, if you go on um, the website on the computer, I can actually add videos in and stuff like that. But on here, I right. can't do those. It's just a basic stream. But like I said, I'm curious. We might actually be doing this um, next Sunday for the show. Depends on, you know, how everything comes out. But I am yeah. uh, I am curious about the technical issues, um, technical aspects of StreamYard. Because like I said, I had my headset on and I cannot hear you my earpiece. So I don't know if the microphone is working or not. And I even did a couple so, of question. So um, this yeah. is the podcast convention, right? Yeah, this is the podcast convention. Like I said, it's so when out. you share this up, it'll uh, go into there, right? Yeah, that's where that's where that's when he told me we were live. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, we we load on Streamyard. We're video on the Streamyard, and it's going um live on Facebook Live. But then I take my Facebook Live and share it to that group. That kind okay. of deal. Gotcha. But like I said, I'm just curious because I like I said I know that one time we used Zoom and um it did not pick up my voice at all. We had a whole show or two times. And it didn't pick up my voice at all. So I'm hoping Yard, I think like I'm picking up pretty good. Hopefully StreamYard to pick up well, your I whole mean, voice. Think about it last time. We had that one show where it was me and you live and we had somebody come in there. We had a guest come in there and uh, we had a whole conversation, but my voice did not pick up at all. So yeah, right. I'm, I'm highly curious about that. And I like I said, I ain't trying to blame Facebook for their, you know, problems or whatever. But um definitely um that's why I stay away from a lot of that. You know, we just do our podcast. Put it out there on Anchor. Put it out there on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple. You know, iHeartRadio, um, Radio Republic. I mean, Castbox. It's pretty much a lot of places. You know, a lot right. of places. Just so much easier to do. But yeah, I'm curious that, um, like I said, next Sunday we might try this um, with our actual group because I can actually send the the stream to the PS. You got this group instead of my Facebook page. Right. And we can, like I said, just turn our cameras off because I turn my camera off and boom. Let's see. My little icon mm -hmm. pops up. But now I'm curious if my microphone is still working. So you don't have anything. You're just a little dot. It's like a pair of boobies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe get you a profile picture or icon or whatever and stuff because, like I said, I bring my sizzle up all the time. That's what it does. Hey. We're yeah. Like I, I took, as a matter of fact, I can see if I can use my little gas can logo with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, yeah, we got about five minutes left, and we're going to be up out of here. But, yeah, this has definitely been interesting. Like I said, I set this up um, a couple months ago. There's something to do. Otherwise, I would not be on Facebook right now. If I didn't have this um, going on today, I wouldn't be on Facebook. Right. That's just the way it is. That's just my personal choice was to – I tell people all the time, you know, if you don't like something, you can turn it off. You can change the channel. You can walk away. And that's what I did because Facebook, it's their playground, their rules. Don't mean I got to play there. Does not mean right, I play right. away. And I did it for my own personal, you know, edification of my mind, my spirit, my body, you know, the whole nine yards, because I was tired of looking at bullshit. I mean, no matter who talks about it, it's it's always bullshit. So but I did it for right. my own thing. I go in my backyard and I work, you know. And now that the seasons are changing, everything's going on good. Hey, I was gonna say, I'm looking at myself on camera and my skin looks like it looks like it's reddish tan, you know. I just noticed that. I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Well, you're outside. Well, don't you got some Indian in you? Yeah, um, my indirect bloodline. Um, my grandmother's, my grandmother, my dad's side, second husband. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my lady said the same thing. That's funny because my lady does have um some Cherokee and some other um Native American um, bloodlines in her blood. That's that's part yeah. of her bloodline, and um. 
She's like, I don't know how anybody can say these things because, you know, this and that. And I was like, I totally agree with everything she says, but everything I don't agree with. But she does make a lot of points um, when she does talk about racism because, you know, she didn't grow up um, uh, racist, whatever. But uh, someone that looks at her and says either she's not white enough or no, yeah. she, she's not white enough or she's not Native American enough. So she, she don't fit in either way. And I'm like, you ain't right. got to fit in. All you got is to be you for you. And I tell people that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's oh, what it is. It's time to wind down. So, um, we don't have anything else going on right now. We got about three minutes left, but it's mm-hmm. definitely been an interesting experience. And I, yep. I do appreciate the opportunity from the podcast beat group to let me come out there and, you know, host a live show. And I, I do appreciate that. And I appreciate Gash Faith coming on, hanging out with me today. And it's funny because I never have to worry about not having enough material because that's what I do. I like to communicate, you know, I like to share things, I like to talk, whatever. Uh, we can have, and like, even on our show, PSU got this. We welcome anybody to come on there and be a guest. Anybody. But, but see, so, my, my thing is, I wasn't doing anything today either. So I figured, hey, why not? You know, I'm, I like hanging around with you anyway, bro. But see, I did have something better going on because I actually got up about three this morning and I was going to play some video games. I was like, if I start playing video games now, ain't no way I'm going to get enough sleep to be on at noon. And I know what I know what at noon means um, 10.30. Because I got to start at 1030 to work my way up to it and get everything done, you know, whole idea, you know. So I know that noon means um, 1030 till about one. Right. So that's my time frame. But, yeah, we're going to get us out of here. Um, Yeah, I got to get going. I got to go take care of something right quick and then I'll be back in the house for the rest of the day. But, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, no, I ain't got to say thank you for that. Um, I will say this. I will say this. I am the one and only Gashes Clay. It's been real hanging out with the one and only Reverend Fry Daddy. You know, um, be sure to come check us out on PS. You got this on Spotify. You know, you find us, you know, on MeWe, BitChute, you know, I'm, um, or if you're in an old rules podcast group. You can find a link to our show on Spotify or, or any of the groups that I am in. Um, come check us out. We talk about a whole host of different things. I think I posted the guest interview uh, twice. I can't remember whether I posted it or not, you know, so I posted it twice. Um, you can find the Rev, of course, in the Akashic Theater. You know, find yeah. him on BitChute, MeWe, you know, any in any other streaming site other than Facebook, you know. Um, right. As he said... He, you know, he don't, he chooses not to play by their rules because their rules are fucked up, you know. But as I said, um, um, I enjoyed, you know, being on here. It's my first time on here. Um, sorry for rambling. I hope y'all have a blessed and wonderful Sunday. And God bless. And like I said, this is the Paranoid Playhouse presented by PS. You got this. Like I tell everybody, just because you were paranoid does not mean they are not out to get you. And we are out of here. Thank y'all. Have a good Sunday. Yep, yep. <laughs> you too. All right. Bye now. <laughs>